Welcome to the APS Soup to Nuts podcast, where we explore the Attleboro Public Schools in greater depth. I'm David Sawyer, Superintendent, and with me today is Kathy Sullivan, Coordinator of Project Connect, Attleboro's Coordinated Family and Community Engagement Program, to learn more about what a CFCE is and how the Project Connect Family Center is part of the district's efforts to serve the educational needs of our community. Kathy, welcome. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in Attleboro as the coordinator of Project Connect. Well, thank you, Dave, first of all, for having me. Um, I love any opportunity that I have to talk about our program because I just think it's a phenomenal program we have here in Attleboro. Um, I grew up in Seekonk, obviously not too far away, only the next town. We won't but, hold that against you. Yeah, I know you won't. So. <laughs> um, we, my husband and I were living north of Boston and... We had two children and were pregnant with a third, and I wanted to be closer to family, so I wanted to move back this way. So we moved here to Attleboro, um, mainly because my husband could walk to the train. I had no idea how long we would stay here. I didn't think it would be a lifetime. And we ended up staying, because it was a great place to raise a family. So we've been here for 31 years now. Oh, wow. So I've lived here quite a long time. I've actually been involved with Project Connect since the early 90s. Uh, the program used to be different, which I'll explain in a little bit, but they had a preschool. Um, it was a drop-in preschool. You could just tell them what days a week you wanted to go. And two of my girls went there. It was at Thatcher when it was still a middle school. And we, so I've been involved. It was the early 90s. I was part of the council, very involved in a lot of stuff there. And then life you know, took its turns, went different ways. And I was fortunate enough to come back as a coordinator in 2002. So I've been with the program now for 17 years. Wow. Well, you know, you really fit uh, sort of a paradigm here in the district of people who have adopted Attleboro as, as their home and um, have, you know, kind of come up through the organization and find themselves in these leadership positions. So uh, we're so lucky to have you. Well, Kathy, thanks. could you tell me a little bit about what a CFC is and, you know, how does that work statewide? CFCE is, first of all, it's quite a mouthful, um, Coordinated Family and Community Engagement. That's the official name um, that the Department of Early Education and Care, who funds these programs, has given us. Locally, we're known as Project Connect. We've always been known as Project Connect. Um, I add CFCE now to the end of the name, so we are people are aware that we're um, what our program is. We are a statewide grant initiative um, that... EEC, um, Early Education and Care, gives grants to communities and organizations to provide quality early childhood experiences so children enter school ready to learn. So every town, every city in the Commonwealth has access to a CFCE program. Um, we are part of the Attleboro Public Schools. Um, as a grant program, we have to have a lead agency, and luckily Attleboro had the foresight back in the late 80s to write this grant, so we've been very fortunate to always be part of the school system. Um, as a matter of fact, when we speak to our families and when we do outreach, we always let families know that we're the first connection to the Attleboro Public Schools, and that's how we market ourselves. Um, Every CFCE or every town looks a little different depending on their community. Um, some communities share a CFCE with 10 towns, 12 towns. When our grant was written back probably in the late 80s um, for Project Connect, 
they had the foresight to just write it for Attleboro. So I'm always eternally grateful. It's number one, gives us a much stronger connection to the community. We're able to offer many more services and programs because we're only servicing one town. So mm. that's been really terrific for all of our families. I think we end up having a greater impact because we may serve less families because we're only serving one community, but we serve them over and over and over again, which has been over the years, you can really tell the impact that we've had on families. Yeah, I, I imagine that in other communities that are uh, sharing a CFCE uh, with a multitude of communities, that that's you know, a very different experience. I, I would think it would. I think what we do so well is we get to know our families so well that they really become part of the fabric of the community. Mm. And they have each other, they have us, they feel very connected. Whereas in some other ones, just because of the way they're set up, you're, you're not getting that. You know, you might have one program in one town once a week or once a month and then another program, so you're not really building that sense of community that we've been able to do in Attleboro over the years. So somebody's foresight back in the 80s That's has right. really paid dividends for this community Ab uh, ever since. Absolutely, absolutely. The grants evolved. It's um, been very different over the years. It's been called different. We've always been called Project Connect, but the official name's been different. And it has evolved over the years. And at this point, we no longer offer some of the services um, like we used to. Project Connect used to provide child care subsidies. We used to send consultants into preschools and child care centers to work with the teachers and work with the students. And we personally don't do that anymore, but other state agencies and organizations do do that. It's not like the services were lost. It's just our focus became much more family-focused. And that's at the direction of the state, right? At so, the direction of the state. So they, you know, as they write the grant and make adjustments to it, uh, what's yes. required of you changes over time. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And that's reflected in the work that right. you do. But the mission always has been to support families and children. That's mm. and so we've we've always had that same goal, same mission. It's just you know our priorities have been a little bit different. So in in meeting that mission, right? Uh, what tell tell me about like what actually goes on over at Project Connect? Well, a lot goes on. We're located, first of all, in the Little Red Schoolhouse um, on Oak Hill Ave, and we're very fortunate. We are the only, there used to be other programs, now there's just us, so we have the portable building and the Red Schoolhouse, so we are very fortunate. We have a lot of space. Um, we offer a lot of programs. Um, if you live in Attleboro and you have a child, you can be prenatal up to school age, you're welcome. We don't target any one specific audience. We, we just think everyone deserves to have the support. We service lots of dads, lots of moms, lots of grandparents, aunts, uncles, who's ever caring for the child. We, we're, we're free. We don't charge anything. Um, we accept donations of <laughs> supplies and stuff, but we don't charge anything. All of our activities um, are facilitated by certified parent educators, all of our professional staff. They all have college degrees, and each one of them has, myself included, we've been certified by Parents as Teachers, which is a national um, a curriculum, has a national curriculum, a national um, home visiting program, which we've always been a part of. So what we typically do, our most, um, I would say our most popular offering is our weekly play groups, their play to learn groups. We run seven play groups each week, at least seven, um, seven that are scheduled each week. They're all developmentally appropriate. We believe that a child's um, job is to play. That's how they learn. And they're the 
they're set up not to resemble a preschool, but to have children get ready for that next step in mm -hmm. life. We follow, we're very closely linked to the statewide preschool standards. So they're not a play group where mom or dad or whoever's sitting there having a cup of coffee with their friend and the kids are running around. We want the parents and the children to be interacting together. So we do those every week. We have parents sign up. We do three sessions each year for 12 weeks. And we also do a limited summer program. Mm. We also do a lot of other special type playgroups that focus on literacy, that focus on STEAM, that focus on sensory, motor skills, music. So we have stuff going on every day of the week in our center. So the playgroups are by far and away the probably the most popular. That's what parents really um, come to us for, I think. Another very um, popular program that we offer is parents as teachers home visits. We've been doing that since probably the early 90s. And that is an evidence-based curriculum. What we do is we visit with families once a month and we talk about child development and we give families, we go in, well I don't, but they go in with an activity that's age appropriate or you know, adjusted if there's been a delay or whatever. And they talk with the parents on how they can encourage their next skills, how they can um, help them reach you know, their milestones. Parents love it. It's like having a parent magazine come to your house mm. once a month and really give you good advice. <laughs> and um, we always support parents. We work alongside parents. We don't, we don't ever tell a parent what to do. Um, we believe that they are their child's first and most important teacher, but we're there to offer support. So we no longer are an affiliate of parents as teachers, but we use their curriculum. Um, we pay a certain fee every year, so we have access to their curriculum, and so we do do that. And in history-wise, we used to see many, many more families. Um, we had a bigger program, but now we see probably 60 families a year, but that averages out to 400 plus visits a year to these families so it's oh wow yeah it's very intense so it sounds like you're really uh partnering with families absolutely to provide a solid foundation uh for their children's you know f future educational growth correct is correct. That, uh, that that is exactly what we're doing that's exactly what we're doing and i like how you use the word partner because partnering is really what we do mm -hmm. um we never make we, we never tell parents that you should do this or you should do that we believe they know their their best but we do know that all parents want the best for their children yeah so yeah and parenting doesn't come with a playbook does it no no it does not come with a playbook and and that's why oftentimes people think that our program focuses on you know very high needs families or families who don't know how to parent but we have we have many teachers in the school district we do home visits with us. It, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't come with a playbook, and each child's different. And uh, you don't ever know how you're going to parent until you parent. <laughs> well, that's the truth. I, you know, as we've talked about, uh, I, as, a, as a young parent in, in, the, in the city, I was ignorant of the program Correct. and did not make use of your services. And that's part of why I want to promote what you do because uh, if you've ever uh, watched me parent or see my kids, you know, uh, uh, perhaps I could have benefited from that. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing that, uh, that, that 
people have access to. And I'm, I'm glad that so many people do, but I mean, even more would right. be better. Well, we constantly do outreach. That, yeah. That's because our families are constantly changing because you age out and, and you move on. So we're constantly outreaching to new families. And actually the um, ELC, they send out our newsletter every single month to every one of their families. Um, they started that a few years ago. We go to every open house. We go to every activity in town. So we know that we have to really get out there and mm. partner with families. I do think the advent of social media has helped us tremendously mm. because families now, you know, they can see us on Facebook. Or yeah, young, young families are on social media. <laughs> That's definitely true. So I resisted that for a long time, but it really has been powerful. the best way. Yeah, it, it really is. So. so, you know, you work with families for years, you know, especially if they have multiple kids, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So uh, from your perspective, what does is, what is success look like for your program? Like. Where, where, can you kind of like paint a picture of when, you, when you, a family moves on and you look at, look at them and say, you know, I feel really good about the work we did there? Well, I can, I can tell you that we have two of our staff are former parents. So that's pretty successful. We, they, yeah, they, that's they, pretty they, telling. <laughs> yeah, and one, um, her, her children, one just graduated from college and one just graduated from Attleboro High. So she was a parent quite a long time ago. And uh, our other one just, has a middle schooler and an, element, an elementary school. And so I think that speaks volumes. But what I really think is successful is when obviously children are ready to learn. They, uh, they settle into school and, and that, that's number one. But I think parents get very connected to the community and, and that's what we're all about. We want them to be connected. They feel supported, they feel um, part of something mm. and over the years we've heard so many stories going back 20 22 years ago the friends I made the people I learned knew at Project Connect those have been my friends forever they followed us through the schools yeah. and many times we some of our former parents are on the school committee um, we have anytime I read in the paper I see it's many times it's our parents who were taking those leadership roles in school which is something we promote is leadership and I think that that's when I think we're successful, that parents are here, they're rooted, they're advocating for their children, they're part of their education, and you know, most importantly, they, they still feel connected to us. Yeah, that connection piece is, is important. I never really thought about that, but you know, reflecting back on my own experience, you know, when you have kids, all of a sudden, you know, your sort of social networking changes, right? Absolutely. People, if people aren't having, if your friends aren't having kids with you, all of a sudden it's hard to, to maintain those relationships right. because, you know, what you need to do is so different. So it can be very isolating to, to be to be young parents. And um, to have a kind of a network to plug into must be a, a real positive support for people. Well, it is. And many of the people that come here, come to our programs, they didn't grow up in Alabama. They don't have their mother or their sister or their aunt or many friends. And we become, in, in, the, in the people in the program, that, that's where they get their friendships from. I mean, it's one thing if you live here and you go to work every day in Boston or Providence, but you're not really involved in the community. And that's one of our goals as far as EEC is concerned, is to decrease the isolation. And I think that really, having the community, and again, Attleboro is smart. We just cover Attleboro. So people really get to build those relationships. I, I think everything comes down to relationships anyways. And, and we're able to build relationships with all of our families because they see us so much and then they trust us. And they'll come to us for advice or help or whatever, which they may not if we only saw them once a month. 
Yeah. So anything else from a programming yeah. perspective? That yeah, we do lots on? of other things. Um, we offer screenings. Um, part of our um, program is to screen children. Um, parents can do it also. We use the ages and stages questionnaire and it looks for p potential delays, developmental delays, it tracks milestones. So we do that with families and then we make the appropriate referrals which is a great benefit to the school district because oftentimes children get services before they enter school and that's really what our goal is too. Um, the earlier detection, the better success hopefully we'll have. Right. So we do the ASQ um, and we make sure if we do refer that we follow through and make sure that the parents are getting the support and the children are getting the services that they need. So another um, aspect of our program is referral information, resources, we're kind of that one-stop shopping and it can be something as easy as the library or how, how to access WIC if you need WIC for your families. So we have a we have a big resource book that we update every year, but we're constantly getting new information. We update it on our website, but parents do come to us for all sorts of referrals. Um, it could be, you know, preschool, child care, any, any of that. So that's a pretty big piece of, of what we do, and we help them through those transitions also. Um, the... I had already talked about, I was going to tell you about the byproducts of Families Feel Connected, but we've already talked about that. One of the interesting things, and I also think that makes us more successful, right now we have eight staff, including myself. Seven out of eight of us live in Attleboro, and we've all, one is still raising our family, but the rest of us all raised our families here. That we are so we're so invested in the community. We're not just no deep connections. We all have deep connections. And the woman that is not a resident has worked in Attleboro with families. She was actually the first Project Connect employee. She's worked for thirty plus years. So mm. she may not live here, but she's worked here for that that long. So we really we're really invested, and I think families know that too. That we're really invested in the community. That's wonderful. So. And we see them. We see them. Oh, yeah. you know, well. That's right. <laughs> so. Bump into them, right? <laughs> you do all the time. Yes. So. So uh, we've kind of touched on this uh, in, in various places in this conversation, but I wanted to ask specifically, you know, I think most people think of a school district as being a K-12 to enterprise. And, uh, you know, I often make the claim that, you know, we're really a cradle-to-college operation here at, in Attleboro Public Schools. Uh, could you uh, just speak to a little bit, like, how this fits into the, to the district as a whole and why you think it makes sense uh, that uh, Attleboro uh, has a program like this? Well, I think that all the research shows <laughs> that early learning lays the foundation for further lifelong learning. Um, and I think Attleboro understands that. I don't think all communities do and all, all you know systems probably don't. But I think that you as a district see the value of our work and the hope is that the children that come through our program are going, it's going to benefit when they get to our public school system. We are really fortunate that Attleboro has been so, um, I don't, welcoming, but inclusive with us because I've listened to many coordinators and it's not the same. Some people can't even get into their school systems. And it's such an important part because we are teaching, we are, you know, we're early childhood educators and it starts at birth. So I think that is truly the way it fits into the system. Yeah, I mean, your kids are our kids. Yes, yes. they are. They, they are. So, again, and as I, as I say, you know, I think 
parents realized that Attleboro, you know, I was going to say, we're, we're cradles the college system. And I think what that says to our parents is that Attleboro is really invested in all students from birth on up, up yep. to 12th grade. And I don't know if a lot of communities can say that. They, they may say it, but I don't know if they actually believe it or commit to it in practice. Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the state has uh, certainly upped its expectations <clears throat> in the curriculum. And, you know, I, I think that what most people experienced as their first grade experience back when they had right. schooling is now what's being done right. in, in kindergarten. Right. And for students who haven't had access to those kinds of experiences you're talking about, kindergarten can be a, a really tough transition. Absolutely. And uh, we're seeing uh, more and more that uh, there's, a, there's a real gap between uh, kids who have had the opportunity to become kindergarten ready and those who have not. Right. Um, so. Uh, it makes all the more sense that uh, we would try to get as many kids uh, coming your way as possible because whatever we can do to help prepare them for that that big moment, because uh, it, it, it really sets the tone for their entire elementary experience. Well, uh, you know, EEC has changed so much in, in that respect, too, because when I first started, many of the programs, I've always prided that we've had professionals running our playgroups, but many of the programs would have, you know, just a volunteer or any, you know, not, not the volunteers can't do it, but they now want to know your credentials and what training you've had and what curriculum you use. So they re they really expect that that's what we're doing. They don't expect we're just, you know, babysitting children. So they've really um, changed. And so we were lucky because we've always done it that way. We, we didn't have to change with it because we've always done it that way. All right, so my final question is about the future. Um, you know, you talked about uh, how fine you are of your space. Uh, <laughs> Over at Oak Lab, but uh, as you and I both know, um, you'll be moving uh, very soon as we build the new high school. Um, we're, we're moving Project Connect uh, over here with us. So you want to talk a little bit about the thinking that went into that and uh, how you see that, the benefits uh, associated with that? Well, first of all, let me say that I am so grateful and I was so happy that we're moving to the high school. We'll be housed with the early childhood programs, Attleboro, through the CTE, um, Career and Technical Education um, Child Care Program, and I think Abacus will be there too. So we'll be, we'll be so much more connected and so much more part of the district. And I, again, I think that's a wonderful thing for parents to see, um, how much Attleboro is, values early childhood. We'll be able to share resources. We've you know, designed this beautiful new playground that... Um, for the children and the CTE, the child care students, they'll have another learning opportunity because we have all sorts of programs going on. So it, it's, to me, it's a win-win situation. And again, that shows the commitment Attleboro has um, to, to early learning, to, to our program. So I um, am more than thrilled that we'll be coming over here. Well, we're excited to have been able to conclude you, and yeah. we think it's going to be a benefit to, to all parties. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think it's going to strengthen the, all, all the various uh, groups that you mentioned and uh, be, a, be a benefit to the community as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I also think that it'll get parents familiar with this school, which I think is going to be so important. So. Absolutely. So, Kathy, I, I can't thank you enough for coming and, and, and sharing with us uh, today. And uh, it seems to me that uh, you really, really embody uh, what we mean about engaging the community mm -hmm. and uh, being concerned for all children. So thank you so much for the work that you and your staff do well, every thank day. You. Thank and you for supporting us. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you, for you know, support. when people do easy, do good work, it's really easy to support them. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope that this podcast helps 
uh, to get so. more people to, to come your way. I hope so. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. Thank you. Thanks.